You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. That is at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. On today's show, we're going to talk about some free agent rumors around the Kansas City Royals and talk about why they do and do not makes sense. We're also going to start the show right now with a tip of the cap to Alex Gordon, who won a platinum glove. So he won the gold glove last week and the platinum glove. Uh, the gold glove ties him uh, for the franchise high of eight gold gloves. Platinum glove is the second of his career. Also, Nolan Arenado won the platinum glove in the NL side of things. So that's a huge honor. The best of the best fielder on his way out the door, still doing it at uh, Year 35, it feels like, for Alex Gordon. Uh, but he goes out with a bang. You, you know, at this point, you'd like to see him come back, even though I know he's not going to. But you'd like to see him come back and just break the franchise record. But nonetheless, credit to him uh, for finishing his career with those defensive honors, which really puts a bow on his career. Because that's really what he did so well throughout his Royals career. He was never really uh, an amazing hitter, but he was an amazing fielder, one of the best I've ever seen. Uh, but... I know that there's plenty of people out there better than Alex Gordon, but for a 22-year-old, one of the best I've ever seen. Well, 23-year-old now, but still, one of the best I've ever seen uh, play the game of baseball defensively. And now Kansas City, they found themselves in, in uh, in the free agent rumor mill a little bit. And one name that they might be going after is a starting pitcher. And they've been rumored to want starting pitchers in free agency. And Matt Shoemaker is the name right now, but it's said in that report that, look, if this deal doesn't go through and they, and they can't really find a way to work it with him, then they're still going to try to get a reclamation project starter. And I just don't see the point in this. I mean, unless you're trying to accelerate the timeline, it just doesn't make sense. Matt Shoemaker is a bad pitcher who has a ton of injury history, you know, a ton of injury history, injury problems. And you're just hoping and praying that he turns it around and becomes a good pitcher. So what if he does? Uh, He's still not going to be the difference for you to make the playoffs. But what can be the difference for you is letting your young guys pitch and letting your young guys play and letting your young guys grow and develop and get closer and closer to being major league starters. I mean, look at the rotation right now. You have to have a spot for Chris Bubich. You have to have a spot for Brady Singer. You have to have a spot for Brad Keller. If you can't find a trade partner for Danny Duffy with that contract, you have to have a spot for Danny Duffy. That's four names right there. And then you have Jacob Junis, who you might want to keep around and and see what he can do. But you still have Daniel Lynch on the farm. You still have Jackson Coart on the farm. You still have Austin Cox on the farm. You still have Asa Lacey, your first-round pick this year, who is a 
college player, so he's more advanced and is more ready, MLB ready right out of the gates. You still have him on the farm. You have so many starting pitchers for only five spots, and injuries are going to happen, so guys are going to get knocked out. But still, starting pitching is not where you should allocate your resources because I'd much rather see Daniel Lynch toe the rubber every fifth day than Matt Shoemaker, who is a bad pitcher. Who is a bad pitcher. What would be the point of this? What is the point of looking for a budget starter? And look, the contract would be peanuts. So who cares about the contract? And in that sense, it'd be a good deal because you might as well take a flyer. But if this in any way hinders a prospect from getting to Kansas City, I just don't see the value in that. Because even if Matt Shoemaker has an incredible year, which for him would be about three to four ERA uh, and, and a couple good outings by the trade deadline. So at a three to four ERA, might as well take a flyer on him if you're a contending team because you're always going to need starting pitching depth. And then you give up like a you know 50th prospect in your farm system and you go on about your day. Would that trade be worth limiting the amount of starts Asa Lacey or Daniel Lynch could have? Look, it's about time to call these guys up. And you started that process last year with Brady Singer and Chris Bubich. And then Brad Keller showed to be a top three guy. So you only have two spots left for all of those starting pitchers to make their rounds in the rotation. And again, Danny Duffy will take up a spot, so then you have one spot left. So... What do you expect this move to to net you, to get you back? Because even if you want to put the best team around you and the best team on the field, I still think that the best team on the field would be calling up one of those prospects, calling up an additional prospect. And sure, those prospects might not be ready opening day the way that Brady Singer was, but they might. I mean, who would have thought Brady Singer would literally force your hand, and again, injuries put a part in it, but Brady Singer forced your hand to put him on the opening day roster with how well he pitched. That could happen again this season. And if it doesn't, then you give him two, three, four weeks in the minor leagues, and during that spurt, you throw out Jacob Junis. You throw out, you know, Jason, Jesse Hahn. You, you throw out somebody as a spot starter every now and again. But to... Lock yourself into Matt Shoemaker, where Matt Shoemaker is not very good, doesn't have a pathway of being a, a long-term solution for you, and even if all things go well, he will not net you back what Trevor Rosenthal did. He will not net you back what Greg Holland could have if you traded him. He, the, the trade package for Matt Shoemaker would be nothing. It would be nothing of value. This feels very Luca Duda, Luke, Lucas Duda-ish, where you just bring in this guy for no real reason. He's a veteran that some people have heard of, which I don't know if many of you have even heard of him, but he's a veteran that some people have heard of, and we'll see what happens. I, I just don't get it. And I don't get why you want to spend your money or, or spend your resources or spend your roster spots on starting pitchers. If you want a reclamation project, you need to go to the bullpen. It is clear that that's where the value's at. If you hit on a bullpen arm, you can flip him easily for a nice haul back. And Trevor Rosenthal got you some great stuff. 
Heck, even Tim Hill. Got you Frenchy Cordero, who I think is going to be pretty decent. And got you Ronald, who, who has shown some signs of in a bullpen role, will be pretty decent. I don't understand why you would go for a starting pitcher. I just don't. But coming up, we'll talk more about the offseason and what I think Kansas City's direction is going to be. And we're back on the Locked On Royals podcast, a part of Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. That is at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. And so I want to talk about the direction of Kansas City because I just don't know what they're trying to accomplish. And to me, when you're trying to sign a Matt Shoemaker or you're trying to sign somebody like that, while having a surplus of talent on the farm system uh, that you are eventually going to want to see grow and, and, and eventually want to see in Kansas City this year. It seems like they're trying to do the whole dog and pony show of like, look, we're trying to improve the team. We're trying to get MLB players right now. We're trying to get MLB ready players, and, and we're going to go for it. We're going to try to, to make the playoffs in an expanded postseason. And I fell for it last year. I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you know uh, that I thought that, okay, well, you get regional schedules. And the NL Central is not exactly a gauntlet. And the AL Central is not exactly a gauntlet. You have a very competitive lineup, and injuries and COVID held that back a little bit. A very competitive lineup at the time. You you have pitching coming down the pipeline. Maybe you can make a run at the last wildcard spot in expanded postseason play. And they didn't. They were very bad outside of a seven-game stretch. But... You look at how the way that Mondesi ended his season, if that can somehow translate to a full season, which it never has, by the way. He's always had hot streaks in every season, and it's never translated, but maybe this time is the time it does. If that translates, you keep around Perez and Merrifield, and you keep around Dozier, and you have a very competitive lineup with Solaire, maybe you can make a run at it, but it certainly feels like that's a move to just be able to sell on fans of like, look, we're, we're trying, we're trying our best, but... If you really want to try to go for it, if you really want to try to, you know, if you really want to try to make the postseason this year, the rotation is not what needs improving. With all the resources you've spent on college pitchers who should be ready for the big leagues right now, starting pitching should be the one aspect of your game that is ready to go this year or ready to go next year at the very least. And you already have a good top three. I like Brad Keller. I love Brady Singer. And then Chris Bubich can figure some things out after his first year. And then you have Danny Duffy, who I personally just do not view as a good pitcher. I know he's a fan favorite. I know everyone loves him. But he's a very up-and-down pitcher. He can only really get you five solid innings. But as your four starter, it's pretty good as your four. And then for fifth, again, Asa Lacey, Daniel Lynch, Jackson Coart. Austin Cox, whoever you want to put in there. So starting pitching is not the route I would go. If you want a reclamation project, again, I think the bullpen is the very most upside. You can also look at second base, which I would still have Nicky Lopez at second base because I just think that the Royals continue to not give him a full shot. But this team, it doesn't have as many holes as you would think because the starting pitching needs to come up. The bullpen was really good last year. I still think that the bullpen needs some shoring up. I mean, you lose Trevor Rosenthal. You lose Greg Holland. We'll see if he comes back. We'll see if either one of those guys come back. But you're, let's just operate under the assumption that you lost both those guys. 
Ian Kennedy, of course, is gone. Did not pitch very well last year. And so now you're left with in this bullpen, Josh Stomont, who I think is going to be an amazing back-in-the-bullpen guy. Tyler Zuber, who I think is going to be an amazing back-in-the-bullpen guy. Kyle Zimmer going to come off of injury. We'll see if he can ever return next year. Uh, you know, the arm the arm issues, you never know how guys are going to progress and how quickly they, quickly they can get back. Uh, but you're going to have, you know, some needs in your bullpen more so than your starting rotation. So if you show up that bullpen again and you and you put out there a really good bullpen and your lineup stays healthy, you've got Perez, you've got Dozier, you've got Mikhail Franco, you've got Nicky Lopez, you've got Alberto Mondesi, you've got uh, Dozier and, and Whit Merrifield, and you have in the outfield, I think, a very good outfield. So Laris is your DH, and then you have uh, Cordero. Edward Olivieras has been sensational in Kansas City, and it will continue to be sensational. You also have Khalil Lee and Kyle Isbell on the farm who played very well in spring training, played very well in the summer camp or whatever you want to call it, the and also the uh, alternate site situation. So this team does not have as many holes as you need, as you might think, they just need time and they need to be given at bats and be given innings and be given the chance at the big league level to grow into what they're going to become. If you believe in the in the pitching prospects you've drafted and developed, you shouldn't need a Matt Shoemaker unless he wants to come out of the bullpen. In which case, then a bad pitcher with injury history is now learning how to do a different role. When you could just take a flyer on a pitching prospect. And Brad Hand's one of the best closers and best bullpen arms in baseball. And no one wants to touch him with a 10-foot pole. Go give him $10 million. And if you really want to go for it, go get Brad Hand. And if the team's record is not where you want it to be at, that's easily tradable to a team who is in the playoff mix. I just don't understand that the obsession with bad MLB starters, with injury-prone MLB starters, with the reclamation project as a starter. Bullpen arm? Sure, there's so many seats and so many spots to fill in that bullpen. Have at it. But as a starter, we should be getting to that point where the rotation is firmly made up of just homegrown guys. It is firmly made up of of guys with a ton of prospect, with a ton of promise as a prospect and a ton of upside, and it should get you excited. You should be excited to watch this team every, every fifth day. Every single day you should be excited to watch this team because of how many prospects they should have in that rotation. That's the point we should be at come opening day. And we'll see if it happens. But Matt Shoemaker is not exactly a inspiring signing. Doesn't move the needle for me. And even if, again, you get, you get the absolute best out of him, I don't think his best is good enough. I don't think his best is good enough to get you back a trade package that will be of any substance. Will literally ever play in Kansas City. Won't get you back an Edward Levier's for a broken fifth starter. But... That's all we have for today. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more about the MLB offseason. So be good and be good to one another.